How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. Alright, welcome back, everyone. Back for another show. And uh, we're back in Batman the Animated Series for the first time in six years. And so yeah, that'll be like yeah. So that'll be that'll be fun. We got three episodes. We got three very different episodes. We got a uh, showdown, Riddler's Reform, and uh, Second Chance. So yes. yeah, we got a variety of episodes that we get to talk about today, which which should be interesting. Um, oh yeah. Uh, there's not really much news as we were talking about before we uh, started recording. Not really a whole lot of news going on. The Flash that film started their pre-production or filming or whatever. And it's officially confirmed, I guess, that Michael Keaton's going to be in it. We both don't care, so that's okay. Whatever. Yeah, um, it, it just feels like pandering. It's like you know, they're everyone's they're going doing it with Spider Man. Oh yeah, and big time. And nope, they're not getting me. I don't care. No, I'm dead. I'm gone. Dead. Dead with Spider Man. I'm I'm almost dead with just kind of most superheroes other than like the Batman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's literally the Batman. And whenever James Gunn does Suicide or does Guardians again, Guardians. Yeah. they're going to do that holiday special before they do uh, the third oh, movie. Oh, yeah. And God, James Gunn thing. tweeted like uh, the script like I, last week or a couple weeks ago. He tweeted out a picture of the, the script. Like, Are they going to like premiere on Disney Plus or something? I would assume so. And that's what I, I mean. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that's what it's going to be. Um, it's going to be like, what, like a little quick 10 minute little thing, maybe. I, I don't know what, like, as far as, like, the length or whatever. I don't I have no idea. I, I have no idea. Let's do uh, the movie, man. I know, right? But it, it must be shorter. Like, I, I would assume it would be, God. like, half hour or, like, something like that, you know? Yeah. But, um, but I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, like, you know, let's, let's get the movie done. But I'm all for more of that. So that's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, the Batman... Oh, uh, I saw that. Uh, what DC fandom is officially happening again this this year in October? Oh, okay. Um, so a lot of people are speculating that's when we're gonna get more Batman stuff. But I'm like, there's no way we're not getting anything until then. That you can't would, be. You would think you you because that'd think. be a year since the trailer came out. I know, I know. I, I, who knows? I, I, I mean, granted, everything we're going is more so out and more, whack. but now stuff's going more and more with showing less and less. That's and true. Stuff comes out, which isn't a bad thing necessarily. No, but like it, it's becoming more common now where you don't get a trailer until like, like when does Suicide Squad come out? Doesn't it come out like August. next month? Oh, it does, oh, is it August? Oh, yeah, but that's still fairly like fairly recently that we just got finally got a trailer. Yeah, same thing happened with Kong and Godzilla. We didn't yeah. get a trailer. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's becoming more and more of a habit now. But I mean, we've already got one trailer for for Batman, right, so right. I assume. That's obviously not the case here. So I, I think, especially if some of the big movies. Well, come also, out summer, the Batman was supposed to come out now. That too, yeah. So, um, but I think if some of the bigger movies come out this summer, like they're planning right now, I think we'll maybe probably see another trailer then because yeah, yeah, they don't need another freaking seven months for Jeez, a trailer. Isn't that so depressing? It literally was supposed to be out like, like <sighs> wasn't it supposed to be out in April? March. March. Yeah, March. Yeah. Oh, that's depressing. It is. God. It's not coming out till next April. <laughs> it's like the only movie I care about other than Dune, but who knows when that's coming out. Yeah, I don't really care anyway. But, uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, as far as super stuff, I don't, um, yeah, as far as movies go, I mean, I still will watch the Hawkeye series when that comes out. Um, yeah. but, Oh, did you finish uh, uh, Falcon and Winter oh, Soldier? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. I watched that every week as as they came out. Um, oh, okay. I'm curious to hear what you thought of the finale. It's it's just weird. I don't know. It's, it wasn't good. The finale was no. not good. Um, they, I don't know. It was one of those shows, it's not good, really. It's really not hmm. a good show, but I just like the th- kind of three main characters so much. Sure. That even though the show was pretty pretty terrible as a whole it still was fun to watch like because all the interactions with falc or with with uh 
with Sam Bucky. And, and Bucky are fantastic. Uh, the right. stuff with Zemo was really good. And then the stuff with the, uh, J- the John Walker character was good, too. They did a pretty good job with, with uh, the U.S. agent character. Um, they had an interesting arc where, like, right off the bat, everyone, you, you completely hate him and all this stuff, and he's awful and terrible, and then he just gets worse and worse and worse, and then they, like, pull back before they go too far with it, and and in the end, he feels almost like a more real character than anyone else in the show, because mm. he's not, re- like, he's not, f- he he's not fully a bad guy, but... I don't even want to say anti-hero. I think that even is right. a little bit of a stretch, but that's kind of closer. But it's it just like a flawed person. Like he's just right. more like that. And so it, it, in the end, you're like, wow, he actually almost feels like more of a real character. Like all this dick, dickish stuff he did. Like it made sense. Like people act this way. Like it, you know, I don't know. So I thought they did a pretty good job with. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to see all the stuff with him. It's like I'm almost curious to watch the show just to see how how mm-hmm. all that played out because the stuff i saw was really interesting i like the actor a lot it's kurt russell's son yeah 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 um, yeah, yeah yeah was it wyatt is it, is it yeah wyatt, I think russell? wyatt russell yeah 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 um I'm, i always forget he's from uh 22 jump, jump street yes yes that's what yeah i always i always forget yes he's from uh 22 jump street as the as the other yeah, football quarterback player. um yeah. but uh but yeah, so it's like I I would say it's worth watching. It's frustrating a lot mm. and there's a lot of virtue signaling that they oh, yes. slowly ramp you into it and then they just beat you over the head by the end. Um once they have you, yeah. But but even that being said, I I would say it's worth watching just for the, char- the those few characters. Yeah even though everything else really isn't very good. Some the action's decent. There's some pretty good action in it. Um, sure. The, the first episode, I think it was awesome. I love the, the Sam going after uh, the captured U S soldier like that, that, that that's the very first scene of the whole show. And that's probably the best action scene of the whole show. It's awesome. It's really, it's shot okay. really well. Um, but, but yeah, I just, I love the, I've always loved the winter soldier character. Sure. And and it's the first time he gets to be a main character. And so it's the first time you get to see Bucky actually have long scenes and like, you know, a lot of substance. And I liked a lot of that stuff. I liked a lot a lot of that stuff. Same with same with uh, Sam, because both of those sure. characters were, you know, they, they were secondary characters throughout all the movies. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they finally got to not be that and got to be fleshed out more. And it was, it was, it was interesting. You know, you got to see more of Sam's whole thing of not wanting to be Captain America and, and, you know, and then coming to grips with like, no, I, I have, like, this is my role now. Like, you know, I don't know. It just, it, that was interesting. Bucky's trying to still trying to break past the Winter Soldier thing and figure out how to do that. And it's just. All that stuff I really enjoyed. So and they uh, and they announced a movie now, I guess, right? With, yeah, um, yeah, Captain America four, I guess. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't think they put a title or anything. I think they're just. I think I think it's Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Maybe. That's what I saw. Maybe yeah, that, it, that could be, but um, because it was supposed to be like Captain America and the White Wolf originally, but they changed it, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I get as far as the title goes, but I also guess. as a thing, it's like. The whole point of Bucky's character is he want he doesn't he's not the winter soldier. Like he it's right. breaking away from that whole moniker, so and he, plus he already had a movie that was pretty much Captain America underscore right. the winter soldier. Right. So right. that kind of becomes confusing as well. Yeah, it's kinda of weird, but But the, I don't know. we're 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 I, in the phoning stage of Marvel, I guess true. now, kind of. But yeah, like I if they did it if they did another season or a movie or whatever, like I'd still watch it. Because th- there's enough there with the characters that I like, but yeah, the the plot of this show was just absolutely horrible. It was terrible. All, the villains were awful. Oh, all yeah, that the, stuff. The ginger was girl that Disney terrible. loves. It's Ugh. just it's pointless and stupid and dull and awful and yeah. horrible. And um, basically anything that's not those two characters together is terrible. Like pretty gotcha. much uh, anything without those two characters or without the John Walker character. Like if it's Sam alone with anyone else 
or Bucky. Well, uh, some of Bucky stuff was okay with some other characters, but for the most part, if it's any of these character of those two characters not together, any of that stuff pretty much sucks. So gotcha. It's okay. weird, but I mean, I I would say it's worth watching just to watch those characters if you like those characters and want to see them kind of get fleshed out more. So yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll get around to it sometime. There's only six episodes, so it's not like it's no, yeah. a lot anyway. But but yeah, yeah. So that did finish. So I guess that was something to talk about. But um, I don't yeah. I don't know of anything else really. Any news? Nothing going on with Star Wars. Um, Thank the Lord. I know it's, it's probably a good good thing at this point. Oh, um, did you see that? Apparently, Ryan Johnson. There was a an interview recently where he said. Uh, no. like it, they're still, he's still going to make his star Wars trilogy and he wants Dude, to direct, and, no. and he wants to direct the Mandalorian. I, I saw that he wanted to direct <laughs> Mandalorian, but I, I didn't hear that he was still, and that, that's just pride at that point. Oh, no, like, it's he, hilarious. I think you can't so admit it that that's never going to happen. No, never in a billion years. Um, so oh, that was, God. I found that kind of amusing, but which uh, like, I, also, I don't know if you heard, but freaking Netflix paid almost half a billion dollars to get the rights to his next two Knives Out sequels. Yeah, sure. Why not? Netflix is dumb. Yeah, I don't know that they are. Trust me. Um, but like, my God, I'm like, why are you still trying to talk about this trilogy that is never going to happen? You've got your hands full, obviously. It's like, do do that. Do your stupid Knives Out movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. You're not pissing anybody off that way. I agree. Um. All right. Yes, yeah, so that's pretty much it for any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Have you, used, have you watched any movies? Uh, I have. I've seen two since our last episode. Um, one was that new Tom Hanks movie uh, directed by Paul Greengrass, News of the World. Oh. On a, yeah, it was a very, it was like one of the weird movies that came out still during COVID. And they were just kind of like, oh, we'll just put it out there because it probably wouldn't have made any money anyway. Um, it's like a Western. He plays this old widower who literally goes around town to town reading the newspaper and then along the way finds a little girl who's all by herself and we once again get the storyline that I feel like we get every freaking month now with movies or TV shows about the the washed up anti-hero who's seeking redemption and along the way finds a child that he becomes oh, a protector of and along the way they discover they both are the family that he never had or of course. lost and yeah, it's a fine movie. I mean, obviously Tom Hanks is good as always, but um, there's really nothing spectacular about anything. There's yeah. no scene or uh, you know anything too groundbreaking. Um, it doesn't feel like your typical Paul Greengrass movie. Hmm. Obviously, he's known for the shaky cam and kind of mockumentary style, right? Uh, and this is not like that at all. But um, it was fine. You know, I, I watched with my grandparents because I was staying with them, and I'm just like, oh God, please, we must find something that they can watch and you know, kill the time. So that was perfect. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a fine movie. And then the other one I saw was uh, the new Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. no. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. I mean, I, I was never a big Mortal Kombat fan. I think the only time I played it is when there were still arcades around and I actually played it in an arcade, right. which shows you how old I am. But, um, but yeah, the, the movie was, it was bad. I mean, it was straight up bad. There's no, You know what? It was fun. And sure. it had something that I haven't had in a movie in a long time that I've really been missing. And that is cheese. It was cheesy. And you know what? I kind of loved it. Yeah, um, I get that. I, I feel like every movie now is either they take themselves way too seriously or they're trying to be that, that tongue-in-cheek, cute, you know, oh, look how you know fun and quirky we are. And this movie was like somewhere in between. A movie that you would find back in the 80s or 90s where it's like, you know... The, the story is absurd. They're trying to make it, you know, somewhat believable, but they're just falling on their face. But they're not using it as an excuse to be like, oh, we can just make this as dumb as possible. But um, I enjoyed it. You know, it's over-the-top violence, which is what I wanted, and which is what you kind of have to have with a Mortal Kombat movie. Right. But, um, yeah, it's it's not good. The characters are terrible. Um, most of the acting's not great. The only people who were good were uh, the guy who played Kano and jacks and um that was pretty much it everybody else is pretty awful um <laughs> they might make a sequel if they do i'll probably watch it but um but no it was good fun yeah no i totally yeah. understand that 
What about totally you? Understand that. Uh, no, I've watched nothing, so that's nothing easy. No weird easy movies. Enough. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh wow. Nope. Nothing. Haven't watched anything new in a while. It's been a minute. Have so. you watched anything? Uh. Yeah, I'm sure I've rewatched stuff. I always forget when I rewatch things. Sure. I do want to see that uh, that new Tom Clancy movie that's coming out tomorrow on Amazon. Oh, Hopefully really? that won't suck. Yeah, the without remorse. I don't. I'm not familiar with the book as based on Tom Clancy. You know, rented out his name to a million different authors. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to keep up, but uh, it looks badass. It's got Michael B. Jordan. It looks really good. But um, I never even heard of it. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow. Let's check out the trailer. But um, it is by the guy who directed Sicario Two, and Ugh. well, it looks great. That that was makes trash. me. Yeah, that makes me pause. But um, he's some European guy who never who only made like a couple weird European yeah. movies before. So could yeah. be bad, but hey, might be cool. Yeah, I uh, I started two TV shows. Um, oh, you abandoned both, I assume. No, 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 no. I yet. I uh, I started uh, Ted Lasso. On Lasso. Uh, it's Apple TV with uh, Jason Sudeikis. And, oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And uh, yeah, so I watched I've watched the first couple episodes of that, and it's pretty funny. It's a it's a strange show. It's a it's a strange show because the, the premise is he's a football coach who gets hired by a Premier League soccer team and he's never he doesn't know in, what soccer is like he doesn't <laughs> know anything about soccer it does um but but he, he takes the job so it's him <laughs> just kind of as a Premier League coach knowing nothing and uh it's it's like it's kind of like a major league situation where the owner oh, sure, is sure. like uh kind of like trying to sabotage the team that like that's why he was hired and he's just right. like an idiot like he's just like this smiling happy-go-lucky just moron kind of uh so it's it's weird because it's it's like major league but then there's like that just classic awkward british humor that's yeah, like just in every office. yeah exactly where you're it's just nothing but cringe just the whole time. It's just nothing but British cringe. <laughs> but it's like so over the top, like in, in not in a way most most British shows are because the main character is American. So right. it's it's a very odd. It's a very odd uh, comedic style of show. And it, it kind of I'm still kind of figuring it out. But uh but and then they throw in these bits of like real heart and emotion where you're like, wait a minute, no, 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 what? Stop. Where's this coming from? Yeah. Wait, wait make Jake, make Jason Sudeikis stop acting so well. What's happening? Like this, this doesn't fit. So it's 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 bizarre. Like it's it's just it's very unique. And so Ooh. it's a, but it's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. If uh yeah, if you have access to Apple TV Plus, I would I would check it out. Um, I don't. I got it for free when I got this iPhone. So oh nice. Um. And then uh, I I started Brooklyn Nine Nine also, oh, which yeah, I've always, been told to watch that. from about six different people. Um, Same here, and just never cared because I just don't watch a lot of TV shows. But I've watched the first handful of episodes and it's pretty funny too. It's 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 pretty good show. Yeah, I've, that's I've some clips so around. It seems pretty funny. Yeah, I've enjoyed it so far. So uh, yeah. like Andy Samberg. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'm not a huge Andy Samberg fan. I, I liked him on SNL and, and all the Lonely Island stuff. And then I don't really yeah, like yeah. any, any, I don't like him in move, movies like ever. Oh, okay. But, I like Hot uh, Rod. Huh? I like Hot Rod. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. But, uh, but no, no, he's great. He's great in this. Everyone's, everyone's really good in this show. So, yeah, so I've nice. enjoyed that. But, but movies, okay. nope, haven't watched any movies. So. Oh, oh well. <laughs> all right. Uh, we can get on to the show in a timely yeah. manner. Um, Talking Batman the Animated Series. We've got three episodes to talk about, and they wildly differ on the way they are. Uh, we got Showdown, ah. we got Riddler's Reform, and Second Chance. So we'll start with Showdown. Um, a uh, Probably, uh, I think the first, just straight up non-Batman episode? Yeah, pretty much. It's a straight up Jonah Hex episode. Um, it really is. Which is just comes out of nowhere. And you're like, what? Does. Why? 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 Why are we? Why? Why are we doing a Jonah Hex episode? Like, it's so weird. But <sighs> uh, but here we are. And the the through line is Rachel Ghoul, um, 
Rachel Ghoul is breaking someone out of an assisted living home. A and, retirement home. Yeah, and uh, then Batman and Robin are in pursuit, and he left a tape for Batman and says, listen to this before you come after me. And then it just cuts to 18 whenever. Uh, right, yeah, right, right after the Civil War. I don't War. remember what year it is. 1870-something or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then it just turns into a Jonah Hex episode where Ra's al Ghul is the bad guy. And kind then, of. He's one of the bad guys, yeah. Yeah, and um, which is always cool because Ra's al Ghul's been alive for oh, so awesome. long. So that type of yeah, stuff yeah. is cool. But it is bizarre, and I, I've never really liked it that much but this last time watching it I, I i enjoyed this episode more than i have before yeah i mean it's it, it's like you said even the episodes that kind of go off into their own thing still incorporate batman in some way and this sure. episode does not even try it's no. like nope nope we're gonna do a flashback for the next 15 minutes pretty much and um yeah it's weird i, I mean i've never been a jonah hex fan i don't know about you no um I, I, th- I think so, but um. But I think yeah. they do a great job with that character in this episode. I mean, like, yeah, I, I I know next to nothing about the character, but it seems I you know I like him in this. And I like I, him a lot in this episode. He's got that perfect, just the perfect cliche lone gunsling. It's just it it just works. I don't know. I, yeah. I I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and surprisingly, it just kind of works once you kind of forget that this is supposed to be a Batman show and. You know, you just kind of embrace it, but um, yeah, it's it's. I just it's love, funny. I just love the corny, cliched lines that they give yeah. him to say it because they're it's everything you want him to say. Like it's yeah, it's great. Like just the whole thing of, you know, the poster says "dead or alive." You might want to try alive. He goes, "Well, first time for everything." Like it's just great. You're like, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's just a bunch of like plagiarized Clint Eastwood lines. Like, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. been reworded a little bit, but oh, um, it's awesome. But it's everything no, you want. Great. It's one of those things. Where like almost like you were saying, even with Mortal Kombat or something, it's just one of those things yeah. where you're like, yes, but 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 we want this stuff in this yeah, in not, these situations. Like, not everybody has to be so smart. It's like, yeah, just kind of play to the crowd sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was kind of refreshing in a lot of ways. It's funny though. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember that god awful movie that came out in the '90s, Wild Wild West, with uh, Will Smith? I know the movie. I definitely have never seen it. I feel like they might have they might have taken the final act and climax from this episode because it's basically the same thing where some crazy tycoon, I think it was Kenneth Brown on that movie, basically creates this giant doomsday machine that goes around destroying stuff. And uh, and this one is like a blimp. It's like uh, Zeppelin's, yeah. Zeppelin, yeah. And then in that movie, it was a mechanical spider, but it was very similar. I'm like, I think that that movie might have lifted some uh, liberties from this of all things. <laughs> That would be so funny. Not surprising so because funny. there's nothing original about that movie. But I, 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 just, I was watching this episode. I'm like, oh my god, this is making me think of a movie I haven't thought of in probably 20 years for that's good reason. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, it's it's basically just kind of Rachel Ghoul. He wants to bomb all the railway railroads because they're ruining the environment. And that's pretty much it. And then he's got his uh, foreman, who's like even crazier than he is. Who he constantly gets mad at throughout yeah, the whole episode. Yeah, who Jonah Hex is already hunting and bounty right, for. Right, and that's so. the one who Jonah Hex is actually has the like has the bounty on. Um, right. And that's pretty much it. Jonah Hex finds their base and then gets captured and then brilliantly escapes by hiding under the straw and and then Dumb uh, dark goes in there. then he gets then he gets caught and then almost bo- boiled in oil, but. uh doesn't Ray show stop him, I think? Yeah, 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 he does. Because he's like, wait a minute. No, we're not just going to kill him. I want to know who, I want to know why he's here. Like, <laughs> and, uh, but, um, yeah, but ends up escaping and then blowing up the Zeppelin and, and. I mean, it's a huge showdown when, what's his name? Yeah. It, it, it's funny. The bad it's, guy kind of uh, looks like. It's, looks it's like Arcady, Arcady Duval. Duval, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he kind of looks like Alfred with the like brown hair. A little bit, and even cooler. Uh, you know who he's voiced by? Who? Malcolm McDowell. Oh, that's right. I always forget. Of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I th- I can always recognize that name. I always forget. I always confuse him with a uh, Terrence Stamp. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I get. But that. yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, that's uh, that that's really cool. 
That, that that's just awesome. And then David Warner's Rachel Ghoul is always just amazing. So oh, always. Who, who does the voice of Jonah Hex? Do you know? It's uh, Bill McKinney. He was in a bunch. Of, he was like a secondary character in a bunch of '80s movies. Sounds familiar. Eh, I mean, yeah, like he was in a bunch. Like he's in like uh, like like First Blood and Deliverance and uh, Josie Wales. But he's all like like you know very minor characters. Right. Right in all these things. So like, okay. I don't remember him in any of those, but, but, uh, but he, yeah, but he's great. He's great as a voice. Jonah. Hey, they, they, good job. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they, yeah and then they, the big, oh, the, the big twist at the end is you find out that Duvall is uh Rachel Ghoul's son. That's the big yeah, twist. At that's the end. Cool. And that's who he broke out of the retirement home. Cause his son's like a hundred years old. Still alive. Um, but, uh, so that's, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool ending. And, yeah, and I like how Batman just kind of lets him go. He's like, you know what? Like, he really didn't do anything. It's not like he killed everyone in the retirement home to break right. him out. Batman, Batman just kind of goes, all right, respect. Like, do your thing. Like, this is your son. I'm not going to get in between that. Right, right. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, because I always love the kind of nuanced relationship that Rachel Ghoul and Batman have, where it can go full on adversarial and then sometimes, you know, there's mutual respect for each other. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, there's uh let's see there's some there there is an interesting continuity thing because in the demon's quest race has a line where he says he has no sons and that's why he wants batman to be his heir but oh at the time if you think about it he had disowned arcady and and had had no track of him at that point sure so you know that that, that's fair still kind of keeps it then let's see Malcolm Adele would voice another DC character he does the voice of Metallo in Superman the animated series so oh nice he goes back and does that I mean, you got it with a voice like that come on um let's see um any other interesting things uh the the governor in this episode is voiced by Patrick Leachy or Lee Lee, and he uh, was a Democratic senator from Vermont. Oh, nice! So that's pretty interesting. Um, let's see. Yeah, there's not really, not really much else, I guess. I I wonder why. Th- they chose this like episode all of a sudden to be about Jonah Hex. So I wonder if they were trying to launch like a new Prob- comic. They might have been. It, it had to be something motivated for that reason. When they're trying to you know make the, char- the character like more relevant and popular, I'm like oh we'll put him in the popular show. So mm-hmm. I wonder if they were trying to do some type of like resurgence with the character during the time. And that was why because yeah, it just comes out of nowhere. It does. It really comes out of nowhere. But it works. Yeah. No, it does. It does, and it's not bad. Um, I, I, I wonder if they maybe had hopes of trying to do like a spinoff TV show. Maybe I, it, it wouldn't surprise me if that was somewhere in the, the ideas of, of people. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that, that's kind of all I really have for that episode. Not really whole. Oh, this is pretty straightforward. It's pretty straightforward. Pretty uh, better than I remembered it was. And same here. Not, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. For, for a very strange, yeah deviation from the norm uh but at the same time you kind of want tv shows to do that every now and then yeah 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 you gotta mix it up every and now and so yeah so i think they did they did a fine job with that yeah um all right this episode aired originally september 12th 1995 and it has a 7.7 on on letterboxd so it's definitely What's one of the that? lower it's definitely one of the lower rated batman animated series episodes i mean i get that um, all right, so we move on to uh, Riddler's Reform, the episode I completely forgot about and forgot that we got to have our uh, our our show favorite, John Glover. Um, yeah, yeah. Episode. We um, thought we were done with him. Yeah, I know. Me too. I had completely forgotten about this episode after the last one. So, yeah. Me too. I don't know why. I don't. I I don't either. Well, probably because it's not very good. But um, really, I, I thought it was good. This episode to me is like it's incredibly bland. Like, it's not bad, but like I said, we both forgot about it. Like, I never remember this episode, because it's just, 
it's like it's a good idea, but it's almost like they needed more time or something for a story like this. Like, there's no questioning ever, like, period. It's just right off the bat, you know the Riddler's doing the bad stuff. Like, right off the bat. There's not even, like, they literally show, like, the audience. Like, it's not even like, oh, Batman suspects this, or he's, oh, he's giving riddles or something. It's like, nope, nope, he just, he is, and we already know. And so you're like, oh, well. That's not that's not as interesting. <laughs> I mean, like you know that every time they do that in the Adam West show too, though. Oh well, yeah, but that show is very different. <laughs> I guess so, but uh, that didn't bother me as much. I, I it's definitely straightforward, which I kind of like. Um, but I, I get what you're saying. They probably could have maybe made it a little bit more interesting by having that little bit of doubt where you kind of question. All right, is Batman just a little bit too motivated to you know to go after the Riddler and yeah get back at him whereas yeah in this episode it's never really brought the question it's like okay yeah it's just a matter of when is batman going to catch him in the act right right but but, i still liked it i mean it's um i don't know it, it, i liked how it wasn't this outlandish type of like i don't know all out crazy story i like how it's just riddler versus batman because they just made me that much that much more excited for the batman to see the riddler true. yeah but um that's true and obviously you know, john glover's goddamn national treasure every oh, time but uh wonderful Absolutely but no I thought, I thought there were some cool scenes and i like you know I, yeah. I always love a good uh uh that good classic movie twist of like oh you were being recorded the whole time i'm always a sucker <laughs> for that it, it's very effective eh, yeah I, I agree with that it is it is effective and the way batman just straight up plays him is hilarious too it's yeah just, yeah come on it's really well done it's it, and, and, it's oh, really oh. well done and I did have a nerd out moment um, where, uh, where you know, the Riddler is like kind of leaving these these clues and these like hidden messages for Batman. Right. And, uh, and one of them they discover is like coordinates on a map. Mm-hmm. And I was I was nerding out because the way they actually split the coordinates and then they look on a map in the grid. That's totally actually how you do it and how you actually do map reading in, in the army. And so <laughs> when they're doing it, I'm like, ah, I know what they're doing. And it was, it was accurate. I, I was a sucker for that. I'm like, oh, sweet. <laughs> that is pretty that is pretty awesome i thought that was cool and then you know just little stuff like oh batman you know it's kind of off his game on some of these riddles but they were they were done in a way where batman didn't look like an idiot it was like oh no it's the classic you know you figure it out and you're like oh that's got to be it but obviously there's a whole other twist but um yeah i I like this episode i i I don't know why i forgot about it yeah yeah no i i like the episode too um it's just not nearly as good as the other two riddler episodes yeah, probably, but you know, those are very top tier, though. But uh, right, yeah, of course, yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not anything to be downplayed. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think my favorite part of this whole episode is just hearing John Glover just scream hysterically at the end of the episode. That's my favorite part of the whole. Oh thing. yeah, that was great. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I love that. I love that. I I loved when he was you know just freaking out and he's like, no, you have to tell me. It's like his obviously his obsession is riddles, so of course you know not telling the Riddler how a riddle ends is like, you know, Two-Face not being able to, you know, flip a coin. So, I, oh, yeah, I loved... foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, yeah, nice. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I loved how unhinged he was at the end. It's always cool to see the Riddler, who's usually so, you know, smart and calm and all that stuff. He was just a total wreck at the end. Yep. Yeah, I like that a lot. I would love to see something like that would happen with Paul Dano in the movie. Oh, yeah, and he could pull that off, too. Oh, God, yeah, that'd be awesome. He could really pull that off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. Give I us a trailer. <laughs> I know, right? Come on, Matt. Let's go. Let's let's go. Y- you've had more than enough time. Plenty of time. The movie's supposed to be done by now. Let's go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, but that's pretty much this episode. It's just a Riddler pretending to go straight. He makes a deal with a toy company to make puzzles and games and stuff. And uh, But then, of course, Batman doesn't believe it the whole time and he's secretly throwing in these cryptic messages that Batman is deciphering. And that's pretty much it. Pretty much the yeah. episode. Batman gets him in the end. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. The, the way he kind of survives the explosion, I actually give him, you know, credit for that. I, I, at first I thought I'm like, Oh, they're not going to show. And they will be like, Oh, you know, Batman just has the secret ways, but yeah, all he does is hiding in the safe. It's like, Oh, that, that probably work. Yeah. Yeah. That's better than a freaking refrigerator. <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to do into that. Um 
Yeah, that's for sure. Um, the, the weird thing is because we don't know what happened to the Riddler because in the last episode, he's just his brain is melted. Oh, that, yeah, I totally forgot about that. In that uh, virtual thing, Machine. which is another reason yeah. why I forget about this episode because that's like oh, so final that you. I, I totally forgot about that. That it makes me kind of forget about this. So, yeah, that's a good point. It's never mentioned. Um, <laughs> any way, shape, or form. Um, and uh, they uh, so and they use that like big cube thing called the Baxter's box in that other episode that the that the Riddler puts that that contraption in. Um, and in uh, in this. They make uh, the um, the CEO of Wacko Toys is named Charles Baxter. So, oh, I didn't pick up on that. Could yeah, be you're a, right. Could be a callback to that. That's my favorite line of that whole other episode, the "What is Reality" episode. When when Robin is like, "Wait a minute, I know what this is. This is a Baxter's box puzzle." It's like, yeah. It's like you know you know this. He's like, oh yeah, you're talking to the guy who who solved it in like 37 seconds. And then he, under his breath, he goes, but this time I don't have a sledgehammer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Oh, it's such a good line. I love that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's not much else really with this episode. That's pretty much it. Not a lot of trivia or anything for this. Oh, really? Just, no, no, not really. And now so. this is definitely the last time we see John Glover's Riddler. And I guess, man. Sh- I don't know. Why should be another one? Well, the Riddler doesn't even appear in the new Batman adventures other than off, like, as a side character, never talks, so. Right. So, yeah. Hey, uh, hey, I would welcome another surprise episode, but, oh, yeah. Oh, sure. But, this yeah. might be it. <laughs> and, no, I'm, it, 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 it is. It's, it's the ah. last. It's the last one, which is sad, because he, he should have been in more, because he's amazing. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much it. This episode aired on September 24th, 1994 and has an 8.2 on uh, on Letterboxd. Oh, nice. So, yep. Yep. Pretty solid rating there. All right, moving on to the third and final episode, Second Chance, Two-Face episode. Um, you'd like to talk about this one, Ian? Yeah, yeah, I, I would. Uh, I love this episode. Um, obviously, I love Two-Face. It's my second favorite villain from the this uh, series, but um, yeah, it starts off with uh, Two Face or Harvey is finally going for an operation where they think they can actually finally like restore him, restore his psyche, and uh, I think they're actually even gonna like change his face, like plastic surgery wise, and you know make him somewhat normal again. And um, you know, it's this whole like moment where Bruce or uh, Batman's like you know excited because he he still is you know loves Harvey and still you know. Uh, once actual like rehabilitation for him, he hasn't given hope, given up on him. And then during the surgery, uh, some goons break in and, and kidnap Harvey. And um, you know, Batman and Robin are unable to, to rescue him. And so then the question becomes, you know, who kidnapped Harvey? Who has the biggest grudge against him? And so they think obviously Rupert Thorne, who was obviously a big part of Two Face episodes and was mm-hmm. integral to, you know, uh, Harvey being. Uh, maimed in the first place and then the other one they consider is t- uh penguin because i forget why they say penguin in two days they day. just make up a, a feud that they had yeah i was trying to remember if there was like an episode where they were together and i, I couldn't think of any so yeah so then well i mean so they're, the, they're, the only episode they're in together is that um uh yeah i know what you're talking about the hugo strange episode yeah yeah when um when joker makes fun of two-face yeah, that that's the only that's the only one that they interact in, but they just make up a uh... beef. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think. I'm like, did did Penguin do something to Two Face or, or vice versa in that episode? But yeah, nothing really happened in you know Hugo Strange one. But yeah, so it's basically them trying to find where Harvey is, and um, obviously when they uh, turn over both Rupert Thorne and Penguin, they realize that they had nothing to do with it. Um, and while that happens, freaking Robin almost gets killed. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of a little side story in this episode about Robin kind of, I get, would you say he's like jealous of Batman's friendship? No, with no, 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 no. He just is not, he's just being kind of not respected. 
throughout the yeah whole okay episode. yeah not not taken seriously and yeah. kind of seen as the uh, the still a child mm-hmm. that he has to which he doesn't really do a good job of proving him wrong when he gets captured and almost thrown off a bridge right right but to his credit he gets out of it on his own and you know Batman doesn't have to know about that right. Right. But um but yeah, and so when they're like, Okay, well it wasn't Rupert Thorne, it wasn't Penguin, you know, who is you know, Harvey's worst enemy and Batman's like, Oh, well I know. Yeah. And uh obviously, you know, it's Two Face, which um which I was really like. I, I love how Two Face isn't just this villain who transformed, you know, it's still Harvey trapped in there and it's like that way, you know, it presents this conflict for for, for Bat for Batman where he can't just take out Two Face because it's then like he loses Harvey in the same time. Right. Um uh, which I always love, and I, I feel like this show has probably done Two Face better in any type of representation, even more oh, so than sure. Dark Knight. Oh, a million yeah. percent, million yeah, percent. This is by far like, the best Two Face. Yeah, because it's kind of like playing on the whole bipolar bipolar thing, than just oh, he turns into Two Face at some point. It's like no, Harvey's still trapped in there, and um, yeah. So we get this uh, whole callback to the Half Moon Club where Bruce and Harvey used to hang out, and um, we have this big showdown and. Uh, Batman gets captured and uh, Two Face is gonna like blow him up or something, and uh, you know he goes to use his coin to determine, and all of a sudden the coin keeps landing on its side where it won't decide, and you know Two Face starts freaking out because obviously he has to consult a coin, and um, when that happens, you know uh, Batman escapes and Robin comes and helps him, and um, and Harvey freaking almost falls off the roof um, going after the coin, and, and Batman's like, no dude, I, I swapped out your coin. Because I was going to say, when it happened and the coin kept laying on the side, I'm like, okay, they have to explain it, right? Because I couldn't remember. Because, <laughs> like, there's no way it would keep happening over and over again. And sure enough, yeah, Batman's like, you know, I gave you a, a Rick coin. And, um, yeah, friggin' uh, Two-Face almost flies off the building for it. And uh, there's a great scene where, where Batman's, like, holding on to him. And he's like, you know, Harvey, I need your other hand. And, unfortunately, Two-Face, like, takes over. And is like, no, I'd rather die. And, um and then we see, you know, Batman obviously jump after Two Face and all that stuff, and uh, it ends with I think Two Face going back to. Uh, Man, I just want to I just want to say real oh. quick, um, it's a good thing Two Face tried to kill Batman because otherwise they would both be dead. I'm trying to think, how so? Um. Uh. Well. Um. How much time did they have before they blew up? I don't remember. Was it, it on a up- timer? It well, it, it had been shot or something, and there was yeah, like I, a I know like electrical thing going through. Yeah. Um, well, because what happened was Two Face literally punches Batman in the face and falls, so Batman has to jump after him, and then the explosion happens. So, what was Batman oh. planning on doing with pulling Harvey back up, and then what, running down the elevator? Like they would have, they would have died. That's a good point. Well, 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 Harvey said that they were gonna, you know, once they got to the bomb, he would have detonated because he had the detonator. But then at some point, yeah, it gets like short circuited. Right. So they, they, I mean, I they didn't know that it was going to blow up. But no, that's a good point. If, if Harvey hadn't punched him, then they would have been toast. So, mm-hmm. but um, but no, it's and it ends really cool. Uh, we got kind of a little uh, callback, but obviously, I guess now the Batman begins. One of my favorite lines, you know, when Alfred's like, you know, I I haven't given up on you, and you actually kind of see like where that maybe came from in this episode, where you know, um. Two Face or Harvey's being taken back to Arkham, and and Bruce is there to kind of see him and you know support him, and you get this great little scene of of Harvey being like, "Oh, Bruce Wayne, you know, always my friend, haven't given up, given up on me," and mm-hmm. I always like that, yeah. So, uh, and then it, I think uh, I forget what Robin says at the end, but uh, <laughs> I just find it funny that Robin's all cocky at the end, like, "Ah, I'm always here for you too, Bruce." It's like, yeah, yeah, we're not going to mention that whole uh, you almost uh, getting thrown off the bridge, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah that, yeah that's fair that's fair but no i i think this episode's very good um kind of like the regular one very straightforward mm-hmm. but uh nothing wrong with that and yeah again just kind of focusing on the relationship between bruce and harvey is always really good and the internal struggle of harvey's is always fantastic yeah they they do such a good job with that yeah and yeah. uh yeah that's that's all i gotta say for this episode i i love it i I wonder. Uh, this is the, this one has definitely climbed up on my list somewhere, um, which we definitely have to do at the end a re recounted list because I know oh, mine yeah. has changed. Yeah, we yeah, we definitely we definitely will do that for sure. 
but yeah, this this one's definitely jumped up there. This is this is a really good one. Yeah, no, yeah, this is a really strong episode. Yeah, I, I like this one a lot. It it just does. It's just any any of those internal like interpersonal conflicts in Batman shows yeah. is just when when it's just the best and. And this is just a perfect example of that. You have it not just with Batman and uh, or with you know Batman and, and Two Face, but also with Batman and Robin throughout this episode too. So there's there's a lot of that going on, and it just it it's just interesting and it's just fun and easy. It's 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 more engaging than just normal other stuff sometimes when you yep. are able to go to this extra level of personal stuff and. Um, and yeah, they just do a really good job. It's just it's real clean. It's real clean this episode. Yep. Very yeah, has, very crisp and it's uh it just it hits every beat wonderfully. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a perfect little Batman episode. It has yeah. everything you need. Mhm. Yep. It, yeah, it's fantastic. Um let's see. I wonder what they're reading for. It's a better DI. I'm trying to see. Yeah, there's not really a whole lot of trivia or anything like that. For this yeah, it's episode all familiar either. faces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Is this the last Two Face episode? Until yeah, until not. the new animated series. I'm trying to wonder too. Might be. And I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna see if there's a. Uh, how many more there are? Let's see. Do-do-do-do-do. Where is it? There we are. Um, uh, yeah, this is the last one. Damn, really? Yeah, no more Two Face oh. until the uh, uh new the new adventures, and there's only two. He's only in two of those episodes. God, man. Yeah, it sucks that we don't get more, but at the same time, it kind of keeps him like you know. From being, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, overused oh, and kind sure, of sure, sure. Yeah, um, yeah. So this episode aired September seventeenth, nineteen ninety four, and it uh, it has an eight point six on IMDb. Nice. There so, we go. So yeah, for sure, well deserved, well deserved with that one. Good, definitely. But yeah, those are so those are the three episodes: Showdown, Riddler's Reform, and uh, Second Chance. And um, yeah, not not too uh, not too shabby. Pretty solid three episodes there. Yeah, nice little crop. And let's see. Do, 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 do. Forgot to pull these up ahead of time. Um, so the next time we'll be in Batman the animated series, it is going to be. I got him. It's uh, Harley's holiday, uh, lock up, and make him laugh. Hmm. Interesting. I remember make him laugh. I think I remember Harley's uh, Harley's holiday. holiday is pretty good. Yeah. Um. Make him laugh is another Joker one. Yeah, make him laugh is a weird one. Uh, it that, is that's, weird. That's yeah. strange. And then lock up is kind of meh. Yeah, that yeah I lock up. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be an interesting, 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 interesting stretch of shows. A lot more on the goofy side than. The ones yeah. we did t- uh, this time. <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, they, these are all pretty much serious, and uh, those are all pretty goofy. So, um, all right, but for the next episode, we'll be in Batman sixty six again, and unfortunately, we get to do Marsha Queen of Diamonds. So, oh no, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Uh. We get to do uh, Marsha Queen of Diamonds and Marsha's scheme of diamonds. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. At least we were. At least it rhymed, even though it was just one word they changed. At least it rhymed. Uh, oh boy, I, I guess that might be, that might be where the effort stops with these episodes. It it, it very well might. We'll we'll have oh, to wait no. and see. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, so that that will be our uh, next episodes. Um, all right, you can follow us on Twitter at Uncaped Review, and um, you can follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. You can follow me at Ian Bark Bark. Let's go ahead and do that, and um. Yeah, I post updates for the new episodes and stuff like that, so you can keep track there. And uh, any final thoughts, Ian? Uh, yeah, it's funny when we were talking about you know thinking of news that happened. Uh, this gives a perfect idea of just how awful things have been right now with movies. Uh, the Oscars happened 
this week. Oh and... yeah, they did. <laughs> and uh, I don't know a single thing that won anything. <laughs> no, did you did you hear the numbers for the viewership? No, I didn't know. I I, I didn't even know it happened. Yeah, so uh, a movie one that no one knows and no one will remember, Nomadland with freaking. Oh Francis. yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, so last year was the worst of viewership ratings ever for the Oscars back in sure. 2019. They had 23 million people watch. Or you mean this in 2020? Year, yeah, to the, yeah, for, for the year of 2019, oh, oh, but last oh, year. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha, gotcha. But um, yeah, guess how many people watched the, this year? Twelve. Nine. <laughs> nine million. Oh, have, oh, I thought you literally meant nine. It, it, might, it might as well have been. I mean, they had a more than 50% drop from last year. And keep in mind, last year was the lowest recorded year ever. Yep. So if the Oscars are not changing or at least getting their act together, oh boy. But um, yeah, I thought that was pretty fitting that <laughs> that happened and no one could care less. Uh, yeah, I completely, I didn't even know. Didn't even no. know. I saw, like, yeah. I think two of the movies and even then neither of them were that great. Oh man. Yeah, I don't even know. What what even were the, the best picture nominees? Uh, Trial of the Chicago 7, uh, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, uh, Sound of Metal, um, some weird Asian Minari movie, uh, uh, oh, a promising young woman and then Mank and something else. And yeah, I, I could not care. Huh? Yeah. I haven't seen a single one of any of those movies. So yeah. Hey, you're not missing anything probably. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't care. Didn't care. It is. Yeah. Cause like last year they actually had good movies, but it was still, it's all the, virtue signaling and woke right. politics that awful. turns people yeah. off. Whereas this year it was both. It was crappy movies and then all that stuff on top of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So get your shit together. Yeah, let's let's start making good movies again. Yeah. It's just how about we just start making movies again? Let's start baby steps. Yeah. Movies last year were pitiful. Oh gosh. Yeah. It, it's been bad. It's been really, really bad. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we're done. Yeah. All right. (laughs) We'll be back next time. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm Mark. I'm Ian. Have a great week.